following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. In the heart of East Utica lies Joey's at 307. That's 307 Mohawk Street. It's where the eclectic old school meets the new school cuisine. Dine in and enjoy some amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, a revolving dinner menu, and even offering catering. Call them at 315-864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Ballwash.com. Stay protected from odors. In itch, the essential must-have product to keep your crotch fresh. Feeling good and smelling great throughout the day and throughout your workouts. Remember, guys, the fun doesn't have to stop in the shower. Get the funk off your junk. Use the promo code members only and get 15% off all your sales. Use promo code members only for 15% off. Again, that's ballwash.com. Members only for promo code for 15% off. up everybody how you doing welcome ec radio we're live on all disruption network social media platforms if you could do us a favor and click that share button it would be greatly appreciated shout out to the sponsors eja moving services when you're ready to move and relocate hit up eddie and his staff at 315-335-0516 they'll pretty much move anything anywhere anytime and they give you free boxes not only do they give you free boxes but they pack them for you and bring them wherever they need to go it's a great awesome service tell them uncle z sent you ejamoving.com shout out to joey's at 307 joey's brought it this weekend let me tell you for the uncle louie variety show at the stanley theater this past weekend he cooked up a meal that was like i'm still going to talk about i'm going to have dreams about the food that joey's cooked up this weekend if you want a good seafood meal if you want a revolving dinner menu if you need some catering call them 315-864-3527 reserve a table because it's the only way you're going to get in they're not going to take any walk-ins because they're they're packed they are absolutely packed so get a reservations 315 each 315eats.com you can find them online also shout out to Utica Coffee my attorney Dave Longaretta Saranac our good friends at Saranac shout out everybody needs a Damon call in their life I feel that everybody they, you know right the world would be a better place <laughs> if we all had a Damon call in yeah, our life right absolutely the guy comes by and he just packs my refrigerator full of UC and seltzers and Ooh. he's just a beautiful human being Damon call <laughs> I'm going publicly What's his I number? love you <laughs> I love you. Also, shout out to Billy, the liquor guy. He's got a book out there called Under Too Long. It's a book about the good guys infiltrating the bad guys. You can find it on Amazon or wherever you get your books. Check out that book. It's really good. He was an FTA agent that popped uh, biker gangs and Al-Qaeda and untaxed cigarettes and untaxed liquor and just bombs. and just, I mean, it's a crazy, crazy story. Find it on Amazon. Or wherever you get your books. Also, shout out to Ballsy, ballwash.com. Use promo code members only for a 15% discount. Stacey, I feel like you need some ball wash in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really 
I was really interested in it when I saw you shamelessly promote it. I mean, if it didn't work, you wouldn't be touting it so much. I, has cha- it's changed my life. <laughs> it really has. It's changed my life. Does it? Is it tingly? Does it feel... Well, it's, there's different products, right? Yeah. There's the sack spray, which is kind of like a deodorant spray that you would throw under the aerosol. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. What I'm obsessed with is the nut rub. I love the nut rub because it's the balm. You get the it's the anti chafe. You don't get the itch or the sweats down below. You throw a couple swoops and a couple dupes underneath your guy, <laughs> and and then uh, let me tell you, I got the best smelling dick in all of Utica. <laughs> I do. It's a, it's a fact. You can find it <laughs> if you can find it. Right. You got. Do they make hair remover? <laughs> <laughs> you get one of those manscapers, right? But the, so the the thing is, you, you get the ball wash because the ball wash is for the shower, mm. and, you, and it's a charcoal thing. And you know, you get it in there, you rub it around, and then you put the the nut rub on after the shower, and it's just it's like a whole new dick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes! Welcome to the show, Nash. Thanks for having me. I, I didn't know I needed some of these Nash products. Nash is so but. polite and nice, and here we're here talking filth. And yeah, he, he's never got around you and I together. That's probably true. This is That's the truth, true. man. It, he was so polite. He knocked on the door when he came in. No, no, nobody knocked. I don't want to scare anybody. He almost got beat up the last time he came in. And <laughs> Salt City Waltz is going on this weekend at Del Lago Casino. Is it resort? And casino or just the casino? I think they call it resort and casino, and it is. I mean, they have you know this beautiful hotel. I mean, they don't have a million rooms, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's 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 a, it's it's kind of a little exclusive, right? Because you can't always stay there, and they have a, a spa and you know a lot of good things going on there. So nice. And yeah, the, the, I'll have to maybe I'll take a sampling of. The nut rub? Uh, yeah, if you nut rub with me, so well, I'll <laughs> drop it off. See, see how they like it. Use the it in the spa. Yeah. <laughs> use my promo code so I get the okay. Yeah, I get the commission. <laughs> yes, you gotta get your get, get your beak wet on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's Salt City Walls going on this weekend, Saturday night at Del Lago Casino. It's a recreation of the band's last waltz, and Stacy's been putting this show on for how many years is this now? I think this is seven. And it's funny because that, I mean, when you say Salt City Waltz, and it, it, a lot of people automatically do think that or assume that it's a recreation. It is, it, though. It is and it isn't. I mean, to me, it's more of, you know, I, I think I, I label it as a celebration of the music of the band, which it is because so much music uh, and, and so many of the favorite, my favorite songs weren't in that film or maybe at the concert. And we initially did it. Uh, like the film version, film order, when we did the show and then added some other stuff. We, we had to grow the show. So you can never change the music because it's all about the band. But there's only so much music there because there is no band any longer, you know, and they only release so much. So we throw in, like, some great things like, you know, uh, Nash and the boys do uh, a couple Levon songs, you know, and then we have the... Um, the core band is Los Blancos, where they do, you know, the straight, like a lot of the stuff from the film or the film version. You know, they're a little bit shorter. It's a little a little more faster paced than like doing the whole album thing. And then, um, I mean, listen, it's still a three and a half hour show. So, so <laughs> it's good that the bar's in the same room, you know. But uh, the, um, the, we have an ensemble band, too, with Gary Frenet and a bunch of all-stars, uh, um, 
Donna Colton and and um, Chris Eaves from from Floodwood and you know a variety of folks, and they do a whole bunch of music that um, maybe wasn't in the movie or or on the album. You know, you'll hear stuff like Atlantic City and and Acadian Driftwood and and some of those other tunes. You know, and and they do it beautifully. They have you know Liz Liz Fiddle and a whole bunch of you know other people jamming in, and it's 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 real cool. And we got some really great players and. It's really the best of the best, and I just it is. I, I love the band. So you know the the show is is my, is my favorite thing to do. I do I do a lot of stuff, you know, and and I've been a, around a bit and I met a lot of people. But this is hands down always my favorite thing to do. What was the brainchild on that? Like one day I you woke it, up and decided you want to do this. You know, over the years we kind of talked about it and I thought about it, and then it was actually Dan Masternardi, who uh, from the Westcott Theater and Creative Concert who said you know you know because the kid is always throwing out some idea and like he's one of those guys that'll always like spitball or throw things at the wall and most of the time you go oh shut the fuck up or you're not you know that's that's stupid or, yeah you don't, <laughs> you don't pay attention you know but, but i'll tell you like like if he throws and the thing is he's he's so fast you know that's like how malfitano is too you know they're just always like they're just going going Great, going constantly yeah going. so like you hear sometimes you just you don't hear all of it or you're not paying attention to it, but then sometimes things just stick, you know. And I go, you know, we really should do that. He goes, let's do it at the theater. And so that that was I'm like, all right, fine, hell, I'm gonna do it. And I called and got everybody on board, and it didn't really take much arm twisting to do it, you know. Um, obviously, Los Blancos is the first call when we did the first, but when we did the first edition of this show, we were supposed to do it at the Westcott Theater. And this is why Dan, to this day, is still my partner in the show. Uh, I think it was a couple of days before this big show, and their ceiling fell in. Oh. So we had to move the whole show, and we moved it to the palace. Now, at that time, he had partners. He had Alex and Sam as his partners in the theater, and they could have easily just walked away and said, oh, well, we're not, you know, so much for that. But we'd already put so much work into it, and everybody had rehearsed, and him and Sam, they agreed to just, you know what, we're still going to do the show and we're still going to partner it. And, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, if we end up losing money, then we all lose. If we win, we all win. But, I mean, they, you know, they took the risk at somebody else's venue where they had nothing to gain, you know, um, to do the show. So, you know, we've been partners ever since in this show. Now, things have changed a bit. I do all the work. <laughs> of course. <laughs> But, and he still comes up with all the yeah, ideas. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? If there was, if I, if if it didn't win, you know, there's I, there's no doubt in my mind that the, the kid would write the check. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how it is. And and you know, in Knockwood, you know, we haven't really lost anything on this show ever. Um, I think from a promoter standpoint, uh, you know, Dan's a little bit more of a promoter. Uh, you know, an actual promoter certainly than I am. So whenever the show makes money, I just keep putting more and more money into the show. You know, <laughs> but then you right. get there and the show is so good, like nobody gives a shit, nobody right. cares. You know, it doesn't matter if I put all the money or 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 lose a thousand bucks because we put everything into the show. It's it's just it just makes the show so much better. And that's what you have to do every single time that you do a show, especially when you're doing the same show. You know, you have to figure out a way to change it. That because, like I said, you can't change the music. So we can add songs here and there. We can add other people. We can switch the order. This year is really mixed up. You know, <laughs> we've done a lot. You know, with changing 
the song order, it's going to be three sets instead of, you know, like one long show. There's, you know, they're, we're breaking up the Los Blancos part. There's a lot of little surprises that are happening. Um, you know, I did merch this year. Yeah, I love that. It's a great hoodie. <laughs> and uh, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be a really good time. I'll, ultimately, that's what it is. It's like the best party of the year. You know, and all all, every, all the fun people are there, and it's just, it's you know, the band is the backdrop for it, you know, and the music of the band is the soundtrack for it, and it's, you know, I can't think of a better time. Yeah. And the casino's great. I mean, there's, you know, multiple bars, and you can, nobody has to drive if they don't want to. You can stay there, or I think some of the local hotels, too, around there, like, cause, because Del Lago is small and it is high-end, you know, uh, I think, like, all the local chains, like there's like a like a Hampton and a Holiday Inn Express, all in like Geneva, Seneca Falls area, Waterloo. They, I believe, shuttle a lot of them. So it's it's not a bad gig. It's it'll be a good time. Shout out Jason Clue because he's killing it at Del Lago. Stacy, how do you manage to assemble the Avengers of all the Syracuse <laughs> musicians to come together and just put together this awesome performance each and every year? Well, obviously you didn't do it last year because of COVID. When's the last one? Twenty. It's usually, I used to, I started out with this doing it every year and I think we did three of them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I just can't do it every, every year. I wasn't yeah. even going to do another one. And then like, it, it was like the demand of, we got to have the show and the show it just makes everybody feel so good. Last year we we showed a we showed a um, the taping of, you know, the 2018 show. We showed it, you yeah. know, over Thanksgiving. People loved it, and That's right. so so yeah, it's been like biannual pretty much. And every year I'm going. I don't know if I'll do it again. You, you do know, say that. I do, but <laughs> it, it, it's like people love the show, you know. And we'll, and we'll see. Like maybe we're gonna build something with Del Lago, you know. The place, you know, this show's been at the Palace Theater since it started. It's just too small, and they made their stage bigger, which, you know, cuts some of that room down front, you know, for really? dancing. Yeah, they I made their, they extend the stage. Um, at the time, when I started planning this, they had, um, you know, an unfortunate accident there where, like, part of the sidewall fell down outside, you know, due to old roof issues and stuff. And I think they've still been doing events there, and everything's fine and moving along. They're trying to raise the money to fix it, but... You know, at that point, I didn't know if the place was going to be open, you know. Um, and I think they have a show the same night, too. So, you know, they're they're doing their thing. But I decided to move it. Being COVID, too, I didn't want everybody jammed in like, you know, like, you know, pantyhose two sizes small, you know, when you're jammed. <laughs> so it's, I didn't, didn't want to do it. I just figured people would feel more comfortable being able to move around, yeah. you know, a little more. And that's what happens here. People like to move around, socialize. Go to the bar, you know, there's, you know, plenty of, you know, bathroom facilities and lots of bar space and, you know, you can visit or you can sit, you can sit where you want. It's a GA show, you know, it's not reserved. So it'll be, it'll be awesome. I'm trying to really get the same vibe, you know, in a much bigger room. I don't, I had no misconceptions about, you know, being able to sell out a room the size. I mean, it's, it's more than twice the size of the palace, right. you know, but if we could get close to what we've done there, be totally happy. And I mean, downstairs alone, you can put over a thousand people there. What you was know? capacity at the? It's only seven hundred. The palace is only seven hundred. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably more Less. like yeah, like four hundred or yeah. five hundred. I would think. I don't know. Huh. I haven't been in there in a bit, but it's 
it's just not didn't feel right, you know, with COVID to jam people in or ask them to. Yeah. And I figure everybody, if I lose anybody because I've moved it, um, you know, I might have lost others by trying to cram everybody into a small I have tight folks space. Coming from Rochester, they're coming from the other way now. Because well, that's the other thing. You know, you're, like, we're in this right between market. You know, yep. we're able to we're able to advertise and get draw the draw from Rochester. So. Yep. So I'm excited about getting some new people in because you know what if we get if we get if we get a hundred people from Rochester that we didn't get before, they're all coming back next time and they're all bringing their friends because you can't just come to this show one time and go. I'll never go see that again. Yeah, <laughs> that is. sucked. Oh God. That was absolutely no fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lineup that you have? That uh, the lineup of musicians this year? It's funny. I should have. I should have brought my notes because uh, Colin uh, Everdeen and I did Bridge Street this morning, and they asked <laughs> yeah. him, they asked him that question, and he was like, "My band." Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <for> two. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm like in in the back of my head. I'm looking at my notes. So obviously we have Los Blancos as the core band. Joining them is uh, Scott Ebner on piano and Bill Barry on the organ. And Bill's you know a longtime Syracuse musician. I think it was Sharp Dressed Penguins. He plays with Stroke. He plays with everybody. Um, Kid Roscoe, which is like his Americana band, mm-hmm. with Scott Ebner. Um, Mark Westers from the Barn Dogs also plays in that core band with them. And then the ensemble is is a, a crazy lineup. It's Gary Frenet, uh Kathy Lamana on drums, Chris Eaves, uh, Gary sings and plays bass. You got uh, Liz Fidel. You got um, oh gosh, who else is in the ensemble? Bruce Giroux plays the accordion this year. We have um, Brendan Gossen doing a few numbers. We have Ronnie Lee singing a really special number with and Jonah Smith on piano during Amazing. that. Amazing. Um, Freaking legend right there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many people in this show. And, the, you know, obviously the old main, um, George Rossi, you know. Nice. He's another lunatic that sat in the chair here. And- <laughs> <laughs> Love George. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, man, so many people. Do you have Mr. over forty? There's over. 40. Is Tim Heron playing Neil Diamond Tim this year? Tim is not. Tim what? is not. We Tim, typecast him. I know. Tim, you know who's doing that? Bill Ali. It was funny because it was always so hard to get somebody to do that. Nobody ever wanted to do the song. And like when I first started doing this show, like Bill Ali would call me, or we were going, "I really want to do that song." And he does it great. He, I think he did it on TK this morning. You know, he's he he gives it a, gives it Ali. You know, when he does it, so it's he's a great person for it. Tim Tim served his time. You know, he did it. He loved it at first. It was great. He was typecast. Now we're looking for other things for Tim to do. But this year, I think Tim's got his he's got his boy that night, and it's 21 and over. Uh, we couldn't uh, even if we dressed him up like a gangster. Him. Yeah, we could never we could never pass a little guy off as, as legal. So, so yeah. So Tim's not in the show this year, but. Also, another guy that's joining the lineup too, who's chiming in on our Facebook is John McConnell. Oh, John's great. John's yeah. done. John's done. Uh, it was funny because the first year he did it, he he's, he does Helpless from Neil Young, and the first year he's like, "Is it? I mean, is it okay? Like if I'm if I make it my own kind of thing?" And it's like, "Yeah, like do it your style." But when I hear John McConnell do it, all I hear is the you know I still hear Neil Young. <laughs> he does you know it what I mean? So well, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so so it's not you know it's not like any kind of bizarre version, but it, it's definitely John McConnell. But it's 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 really good. And when you're when you deliver a song that well, I mean, for Christ's sakes, I got Nash here again because they did it so well. You know, there's their number that we're doing that again and and giving them another one. And and uh, John McConnell is is just kind of owned helpless. And I'm 
when you hear it, you just are like, who's going to do it? Now, we've deviated from that before. You know, we've had other people step in and do these numbers, and then we've gone back to them. You know, uh, there's a couple things that we're not doing, you know, this year. And, and um, yeah, I mean, there's always little changes, but it's hard because you want people do everything so well, and then you, you want to try to include more people. Yeah. And there's just sometimes where you're like, ah, but they did it so good. How do you do it? You know, so I have to add more numbers. Or Gary, God bless him, is taking on the task of doing this ensemble thing, which, and they're always really welcome. They also are a very core kind of group, but then they'll bring in well, whoever I throw at them. You know, we got this young guy named Steve Callie, who's like a country kid. Yeah. And I brought him in and asked him to do a, a tune. And I mean, I don't know how old he is, but. I mean, I'm old enough to be his mom. I know that, you know, and he's, I'm sure he, he's not familiar with the band at all, you know? Um, and I always tell people, it's had people do that. He, he really wasn't like he's, he's doing Atlantic city. He's, Ooh. he's singing the lead on it, but, but I, nice. and to go to Gary, somebody who's got the chops that Gary has and all those people, because when they do that particular song mm-hmm. and their harmonies are, are really so good to ask them to step back and let this kid sing the lead. And I, and, I, and I told Gary, I'm like, see what he's got. If he's got the stuff, I want him to sing the lead if he can, you know. And they loved him. They're like, where the hell did you find this kid? And, I've heard him sing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't find the kid, you know. He's he's of his own, you know. But uh, my buddy Chad Mack's been playing with him, and I've seen him, and he's very, very good. Um, and he'll do great. But putting somebody like that who hasn't ever worked in that kind of environment with those types of people who are, I mean, Gary's charting the songs. He's given everybody keys and how they should, you know, do things and helping them. And, and that's going to be a really great, you know, experience, immeasurable experience for somebody like Steven to work with people that are going to, that are going to lift him up and bring him along, you know, as opposed to jumping on. Mm-hmm. And hanging on and seeing where he can, you know what I mean? Right, he's playing with the best of the best. Yeah, they're going to teach him something that's valuable, you know, and and he's going to come out of it a better musician, you know. So yeah, yeah. So if John McConnell is doing the Neil Young. Neil Young. So does he come in with the cocaine typewriter jaw too, like he did in the last <laughs> waltz? I mean, how fucked up was Neil Young he in the w- last waltz? invisible sandwiches. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he had the typewriter jaw. <laughs> I was like, man, how much blow did you do before you got on stage? I mean, the most accurate version of the last waltz. <laughs> <laughs> he was so jammed up. He was. But uh, back to Gary though. Gary's amazing, and you turned me on to him when I was doing the Syracuse. Nationals this past summer. Mm-hmm. Never heard those guys before. Was it the Fab Cats? Or? Oh yeah, they did. Like, they do like a like um, the Beatles, the Beatles, that. or uh, um, British Invasion type music. <laughs> but Gary and Artie have been singing together for, I mean, by forty years. I mean, they're amazing. You know, yeah. their harmonies are so good. And then the the rest of the guys, Novak, and I mean, they're 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 great. And uh, I remember years ago when um, Dave Resick was booking them, it was. I think they were. It was probably like the Neverly Brothers is their other group that they're. You know, it's there's different people. It's the always Neverly Brothers. Yeah, it's always Gary and Artie. That was Gary and Artie, uh-huh. but with the Fab Cats, I think you have Novak and um, I forget who the other guy is, and then uh, the Neverly Brothers, Kathleen Lamana, I think is in that. And I feel like I need to take notes. They, uh, yeah, like those guys. I want to know these people. I do. <laughs> so like the first 2018 when I was kind of in a similar position to we were just talking about uh, Stephen and. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. It's got to be notes. intimidating, right? I don't know. As a musician, you know, they're just people to me. You well, know? The, yeah. 
Like, so very new to that type of show I was and the old main was at that time. And like, I really loved the tune. I just kind of like. I didn't tell you trying to fuck it up or anything before you went on. Did I? I probably I did. You might have. I probably did. In the Zaffer. I tried to make sure. But she told me about this song and I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I love this song. It's kind of haunting. And, and thank God I can sing it. Um, and then she's like, yeah, we're opening the show with it. And I'm like. Okay, and I didn't think about it because I put it out of my mind. And then during the rehearsal for it, I realized I'm like, I'm going to be standing in front of like a sold out theater that really, really cares about how this song is done. <laughs> I mean, probably shouldn't mess it up. <laughs> but well, it, you didn't. I you didn't. didn't. No, you absolutely I was didn't. Oh, so happy. Is this um, your second Salt City Waltz that you're playing? It or? is. Is yep. this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be taking more notes about like somebody to told watch me. I think it was Mike, Mike Ryan, uh, Mike Michael P Ryan years ago. He did, he did Dixie one year, and I'm like, he gets down it, and I go to him, and I'm like, how was it? He's like, it happens so fast, like you don't realize it. Like you're up there, and you're thinking you're, you know, like you have all this time when you're rehearsing and stuff, and then you get up there, and you know the crowd is everybody's they know all the music, yeah. so they're all singing. And they're like super enthusiastic, and then it's like it's over. I think you know. If you go back, like on the 2018 recording, I was so like worried about the time slots that we did the song, everything was great and not rushed. But then instead of like introducing the band or something like that, saying something cool, I just lean in the microphone and say thanks, and then just walk off stage. <laughs> but, <laughs> Be a little cooler. Well, there's a lot of thought that goes into it too. Like the, in particular, I think that's Wide River you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they do this song that Levon did on his album, and it's called Wide River to Cross. And the reason that I did it, and I always like to start with something that's going to be that I one know is going to be really impressive, and it's going to capture everybody's attention in the room. And sometimes, like if you, you know, as a musician, you might. Because I just, I know the mind, I know how they think. I'm not a musician, but I get it. People are like, oh, okay, we're, we're there to get everybody's attention so they can hurry up and get their beer. You know what I mean? Get back to their seat. <laughs> like we're flicking the lights on and off or something. <laughs> but it's not. Not with this show. What, what I'm trying to do is set the tone, a tone of reverence for the music that you're about to hear for the rest of the night. You know, so... That's what we're doing, you know. When when you're playing a song like that, and you got like a two, like a like a full like two minute piano intro mm-hmm. or something, and that's giving people time to go, what is what is this? What's yep. going on? Oh my gosh, what's happening? And then then it gets so quiet, you know. And then vocals start, or so you know whatever. Quiet. We're just thinking about it, you know. And and I, as a producer, you know, of the show, I that's how I picture things. I I'm not a musician, so I I have to defer to them a lot, like. You know, the Blancos, which, you know, I'll admit here, but I'll never say again that I would ever defer to anybody. And especially Blancos. <laughs> especially Blancos. <laughs> but musically, I lean on them a lot. You know, I'll ask those opinions. I'll, you know, uh, because I I don't know. You know, I, I know how things feel to me, um, you know, like from an emotional level, like what a song makes me feel like. But musically, I might not understand the complexities of going from this to this to this. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I know how it feels. So that's how I lay it out. And thankfully, it seems to work. So I asked everybody for their opinion on changing up song orders this year. And it was like crickets. Nobody said nothing. So I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. And then, like, afterwards, somebody go, hey, I was thinking. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Nah, we're done. <laughs> Stop thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his neck down. So um, it, 
you know, it's all planned out. But luckily, everybody liked it, and so we're, it's it's going to be a little bit different as far as the order goes that people are used to if they've seen the show. But it's it's probably the best lineup and order that we've we've had in the way that it's going to flow from, you know, like a opening to a set to an interlude to the third set, you know, kind of thing is going to be really special. Nash, the old man is always so busy playing gigs and whatnot. It's got to be really cool for you to actually network with all these other musicians who you never get to see because you're playing so much. Absolutely. And that's like the whole note-taking note joke is, is meeting all these other Syracuse area musicians. Um, and plus, like, I figured out a way to get in for free. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> singing for a supper. Uh-huh. Like, I'd be there if, you know, even if I wasn't asked to. But, um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's such it's such a cast, and everybody. Oh, well, there is there's like two different times I noticed, you know, from being there just the one year. Um, everyone in their rehearsals, their main rehearsal, like on the day of, is very, you know, like just hit the spots and let's do it. And then as soon as that's kind of done, and there's that little free fall area before the show starts, and you know, before way before the rehearsal, everyone is just so happy to be there. The atmosphere, like that warm and like cozy atmosphere like the that goes right along with like the feel good nature of the of the show that you're you're that you're uh, promoting and it's like it's just yeah, it's, it's, not, so it's nice not, to be it's there. not by it's not by accident i mean you know because you know me like that's that's what we try to do anytime we're working you know what i mean we try to make people feel that way mm-hmm. because yeah. it just makes your day go so much better so it it could be the it could be the salt city waltz or it could be Tedeschi trucks you know what i mean we're still going to try to feel that same way you know when you're backstage that's how you want things to feel because it promotes everybody's creativity when they do not have to worry about anything else you know and so that's that's what we do and 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 luckily my entire crew that i've worked with my pirate crew and and you know uh i should say honorable pirates as well, there's All, honorable pirates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, they haven't been. They haven't, they haven't gotten. They, yeah, they didn't get a, their hoodie yet. No, they haven't gotten. They haven't gotten patched in yet. <laughs> they, they, uh, they all work. They work at Del Lago, you know. So I mean, Jason, you know, who is the entertainment director there, and I started working together in like 2000. You know, Jason wow. was like my production assistant, and you know, and then we worked together, and he's you know gone on his own and. Uh, he's the entertainment director at Del Lago, and and a lot of the crew that are there. Mike Richards, who's the uh, house audio engineer, Anthony's the uh, monitor and and um, really tech technical director. Those guys, um, you know, that I've known them for years and worked with them for years. And then all the guys that work stage do stage hand work. There are guys that I work with on the road. Those are those are my first. First calls and it's the and, and Jay and yeah, it's definitely the A string and and Jay and I joke about it because we'll have to get together like at the beginning of the summer and I'm like, all right, what do you got? And this is what I got. So, <laughs> you know, do you really need this guy? It's like we're playing poker, you know. I'll get or we're trading. You know, I'll give you two of these for one badger, or I'll give you this or that for you know. <laughs> human poker, yeah, right, yeah, like human sure. trafficking almost. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> but there, but uh, you know, it, it works out. You know, and now he's got now he's got the the. Dra- Dragon out there, and 
and Chucky Love, you know. So, so you know, this is like another language. What is happening? They'll be right working. Now? Oh, the dragon she refers to is is known as Red. <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, Red. Okay, that place is bound to burn. <laughs> she come flying. Red's in. like the queen of us backstage hospitality. Yeah, for sure. She's worked with me for years mm-hmm. um, on you know every big show that I have, but she's really great at it. And now she's doing. Uh, there's stuff out there for them and, and their artists, so it's, you know, it's it's good. It's good to like have one more, one more play with you know with the home team, you know, everybody in one spot before you know the long winter comes. You yeah, know? winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> it is, John Snow. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, we, it, since we bring up Red, the anniver- their anniversary was like yesterday or today, like the greatest wedding ever. Ah, uh, have you ever ever been to a wedding and thought it was the greatest wedding ever? No, I've never done it no. until I went. No. I'm always like, why am I here? Oh my right. god, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get, get out of here. Never, out of here. Take I've my never envelope. That. I'm gonna uh, eat my cake and get the hell out. Yeah, <laughs> no. Put my envelope in the in the well and get the fuck out of here. Um, best wedding ever. Ever. Nobody. I've never seen anything like it. I never had so much fun at a wedding. And, yeah. I mean, brand new sin played for God's sakes. You know? <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere, nobody really knew. It was just kind of yeah. spare the moment type. What of was thing. that place? It was at the the yeah, farm. MKJ Farm. Yeah. Oh, MKJ. Yeah. You've played there a bunch. Yep. I know you have. <laughs> yeah. It's, so I mean, the fun. place is just magical to begin with, it but really then you is, put yeah. in every like local rock star in the building at once, and uh, it's just wild. And fun. then they're exchanging vowels, and then staying. I do. They both were like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> 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 that's the energy we want. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that that's yeah, that's the vials they exchange. There was, they had a, our, there was the, no I do. It was fuck yeah. <laughs> they had our, our the rock, uh, like rock and roll caterer that does all these big shows with us. Mm. Catered their wedding. It was like it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my god! They came out when the introduction came to introduce them as husband and wife for the uh-huh. first time. It was like they were coming out to the ring WWE style, where there was trussing and yeah. lights and smoke and just movers, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah. now, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together! And they come walking out. It was it was awesome. It oh, was. The that video, their like highlight video is like a, is like a it's like a music video. It's, yeah. it's awesome. You see it and you're like, oh, my God, I want to go to that wedding. You know, that's a wedding. It's awesome. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. You brought her up and I was just looking through my memories right. earlier. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's a matter of fact that that was their and every And every year with the, if they post on socials about their wedding anniversary or happy anniversary, it's like 100 people will go, best, best wedding, wedding ever. ever. <laughs> it really was. It really was. It's the goat. It's the goat of weddings. Well, if they ever renew their vows, please invite me. Yeah, maybe every 10 years or something. <laughs> you can't recreate that, though. There's no crazy. way you can recreate that one. I don't care how hard you try. It was just too magical from the beginning to the end. It was awesome. Nash, what's up with you guys in the old main? What's happening with you? Give we, us some updates, man. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen you in a while. Well, yeah, I was. I had a whole... The whole like string of string of months. I went to. I finally got to go on like a little vacation. Went to Ireland. You did make it to Ireland finally. Yes, I did it <laughs> finally. Holy we had hell. a big party for you to go to Ireland, and, and you never went. Well, obviously because because <laughs> right. of COVID. COVID hit like three days after their Nash Bash. Or, yeah, it was like three oh, yeah. days after. Yeah, yeah. And what okay. a, that was an epic night. Too, actually... That was amazing. It yeah. Was. <laughs> It's that old joke. It's like I should quit the band like three times a year. <laughs> no, um, oh my god, I felt so bad about that too because people gave me like little bottles of whiskey, and I'm like, I can't. Well, they stuck. They stocked you up for COVID. They they really did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got to go to Ireland. I had a great time and just met a lot of people. I didn't do uh, 
you know, all of the touristy things, but I just like just try to go play music and, and uh, I don't know, just go like hang out. Uh, did that, came home, I was home for about like a week, and then I got, no, two weeks, and then I got COVID. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, and I was out. Yeah. Was that pre, um, was that before there were vaccines available that you got sick? No, this was like. The, the, were my, you vaccinated and you got yeah, sick? Yeah. Yeah. My trip ended like beginning of October mm-hmm. this year. So yeah. now you got to be like super antibodies, right? Because you had COVID and you're vaccinated. Yep. If you get the booster, maybe they're. No, oh. Then you'd be COVID man. I will. <laughs> I'm see on your child. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will definitely be ready for any like migraines I get from from that booster. It was a 13 day long migraine, and it oh sucked. Fuck. Got my taste back and smell back. But uh, everybody yeah. said they'll. I mean, there's been some, you know, common things, but I I feel like a lot of people have had different. You know, effects and right. Yeah. The thing yeah. I've heard the most about is like how your people get like brain fog, you know, and still have it. Like, yeah, brain you fog. know, yeah. I actually, well, it's hard to say. Listen, I usually don't even talk to me about your brain, <laughs> brain fog. fog. I know. Yeah, COVID <laughs> got brain fog from you, Nash. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely some inclement weather happening up here. But um, yeah, so that, that happened, and then I was uh, uh, we as soon as I was like safe and ready to go, uh, we continued. Old Main continued some work on uh, an EP that we're recording now. We're just set out to do like three EPs because we haven't released music in like four years. It's been that long. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So like we're we're working away on that um and then uh starting. So this is like actually the Salt City Waltz is one of the first shows that we're going to be having like public shows we're going to be having in a while. Um so like super excited to like kind of just like get back into the swing of things. Haven't been gigging as much lately, but just trying to work on the sound. Did you get that 7 song recorded? Yep. All right, good. It's coming. I love that freaking it's song. Yeah. I do. I love that song. It's my favorite song that you've written. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, we're uh we're calling in some calling in some some heavy some heavy gunners for that for that song. Oh. It's going to be really nice. Oh, cool. When do we expect that out? I'm not going to say. You're not going to say? Okay. Nope, cuz uh, <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> Are you going to follow it up with like a release party or any of that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, cool. we're gonna do. We're really gonna take our time with this one. Where was it? Where was the? Where was the Nash Bash? What was it? That was at the Polish Saint Vladimir's. It's kind of like the Ukrainian near, uh, church. They make the pierogies. It's, it's right been like there. your home away from home, right behind yeah. the behind the AC over there. That no, Munson. no, it's um, yeah, Munson. It's in that. Oh. It's in that area. That's a great venue. It really yeah. is the first time I ever was there. And going into that place, <laughs> you don't you feel like you're in a barn in a way. It's mm-hmm. all wooded and rustic. When you get in there, it's the middle of downtown Utica on the square. Mm-hmm. Great spot, but that you guys practice there, right? Isn't that your yep. like a rehearsal spot? Yep, most of the time that's our that's our like rehearsal space for like uh, like full band stuff. Yeah, and it's not a bad like the acoustics in the room are it really is. nice. It's crazy, great stage. You said it's all wood though, yeah. It's it's yeah. wooded, yeah, yeah. It's wooded, it's wooded and, with and like space panel out. ceilings. It's got like uh, three hundred capacity in there. Mm-hmm. Stage, you know, yeah. yeah, great stage. It's an awesome vibe in there. It's perfect for them. Mm-hmm. It is a perfect, perfect venue. And you guys had that place stuffed for your last bash. Yeah, we're very, very, very lucky to have that many people there that night. That was really cool. Like, huh? I mean, I can see more people doing things like that. I mean, so many, we lost so many venues. Right. You know? Uh, we through, need more of those. Yeah. Through, through COVID, I mean, 
people just aren't haven't come back. I mean, some not just here, but like iconic venues that are just right. aren't opening back up. And I mean, the 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 Nelson place oh, is gone. You guys heart. used to like that place a lot. Love and, that place. That's right. So like, as soon as I saw that, I was just like, I I texted Mitch. And we like, should buy this. We should send that guy tickets. He should come see you. The Nelson Odeon. Yeah. yeah. Is that the name of the place? Yeah. Right. They, they are good too? folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only I got to play there. Um, I did a few shows with Roddy Wellband out of out of Cuse, and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted. I never now, got the old name there. Is but the, so Brendan Gosson, who will be playing a number with you, was he in uh-huh. that band or in was Roddy? Roddy? Yeah. Not that I know. No. Nope. Um, what about Mahoney, Mike? That other. Guy? There's another. There's a bunch of people that are playing that I've never worked with before, yeah. but I've been told to ask them because we needed like extra musicians on. We don't have John Cadley and Kathy Cadley this year, who are phenomenal, you know, mm-hmm. players and and you know she's such a great vocalist with the harmonies and you know her acoustic guitar, but. They had another commitment, so they couldn't do it. So trying to replace all of the things that they do in the show, I mean, it's taken like, you know, three or four people to pick up the slack of the well, things that they've done, you know. Brandon plays with this troupe of of people from, from out in the Rochester Way, Buffalo area, mm-hmm. and uh, Folk Faces. Yeah, yeah, I've you, seen that. That uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I checked that out, but I I was thinking of before, like before he's been in other things though, and played with other people. I think so. I don't know. I'll talk to him. Maybe I'll ask the guy himself. Maybe at some point. Yeah, I mean, go talk to him. When I'm handing him a beer or a piece of pizza or something, we'll (laughs) we'll discuss. We'll discuss. I'd start talking. We got a bunch of people checking out Facebook, and then we got to say what's up to a few people. Get to some of these comments. Um, Tim Hardiman saying, "Love all these people." Shout out to Hardiman. I heard he's not going to make it. He's, he's not. His kid, he's, you know, kids ruin your life sometimes. <laughs> now I think his kids got a play or something. I heard somebody else out here too has a school play. So I wonder if they're, you know what I mean? I think it's a play. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But he's like our biggest fan. Yeah. Him and like Tracy well, and Telgo. Oh years yeah, ago. he did that big that dinner we did at upstairs at the palace. It was awesome. Oh yeah, God, it was so is good. a place upstairs at the palace that's no longer? You were telling me. Well, I heard I haven't been there, but I heard they were taking that out and turning it into like three different rental, you know, I don't know, offices or apartments. It used to be apartments up there. Oh, okay. And that's a bummer because that was yeah. like the best I part about the, the place. Library you know? area, yeah. oh my super gosh. cool. We had so many good like little jams. I mean, that's like, it's 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 a tall order to try to replace the to try to recreate that vibe that we had at the palace because we had all this wonderful space, but. We're good. Thankfully, most of it's the people, I think. It is the people, yeah. but you got to, that space was great upstairs. And, and you know what? We're going to do it. If anybody can do it, I can do it with Red and Kayla. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be fine, you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Hardman saying fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> then he's also saying Nash's work and vocals on Wide River to Cross to open the show in 2019 was absolutely sublime. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's very nice. Thank you. You're yeah. so nice. Shout out to Hardman. We love you, Hardman. Uh, Steve Winston checking in. What's up, buddy? Good to hear from you. We actually did the, we actually did the, the longer version of after the first time. The movie version was too edited and just didn't feel right. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me, Steve. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mark <laughs> Westers too. Mark's 
<laughs> checking in. He's saying, looking forward to playing. Thank you to Mark. Check out the Barn Dogs and all the bands that he's doing. I know he's doing a, a duo now, too, right? Does he have a duo? I know he's oh, in yeah, Copper yeah. City he's, recently. He's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, still yeah. killing it. Mark's the biggest whore in Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> now, is he a whore or is he a slut? <laughs> uh, Whores do it for money. Yeah, he's a whore. Sluts do it for fun. Yeah, I'm right. a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much. See? <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Taking notes. Matthew Romano, Del Lago's room will look great with this production. It will too. It will. Are you oh, well. doing any kind of chandelier? Oh, shout out to Max. Is yeah, he Ma back? Max. Uh, Maida Ma Tiffany. Maida Tiffany, Max Cohen oh. family are um, supplying us with a. You know, the guest of honor, which is, a, I think it's an eight-foot chandelier that we have this year, and then the two side ones. And I think Max was taking those out there today to drop them off. Oh, wow. And then, and then it's like, okay, uh, yeah, you guys bring that back. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Then you got to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah, but it'll happen. <laughs> he does amazing work, though. Oh, he's great. He I does. can't even believe it. <laughs> Steve Winston saying he'll take a double axe hoodie. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell yeah, shut up and take my money. <laughs> Shout out Mark McGaldy and Scott Sterling checking in. Good to hear from you guys. The main monkey over there. Um <laughs> Let's see. Colin Aberdeen of Los Blancos saw Rick Danko at the band of the band at the Hotel Syracuse in the 1990s. Wow! Is yeah. any member of the band still alive? Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. Who? Uh, Garth Hudson. Is he? He's the only one left. Yes. Really? Yeah. Huh? Did you ever try to get on the horn with his people? No, he's uh, crazy. Oh, is he? He's older. He's he's. Uh, it's. I don't know. He's a different sort. I think he probably always was, but. Uh, the last time I saw him was he played, he came in as a guest spot because they, so Blackbird Presents has this last waltz production that's out in touring. Like it didn't tour obviously last year, but it's Warren Haynes fronts it, Jamie Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. then they, they added Lucas Nelson the last time I saw it. And it was like a whole different thing because you had that high harmony, you know, of Lucas and, and, um. I've seen every, it's been three years. I've seen every year that they've done. Uh, the first year, uh, our buddy Danny had it down at the Palace Theater. Uh -huh. And I, like, out of the blue, I called Dave for seeing. I'm like, Dave, let's go on a road trip. I want to go see this. He's like, okay. I'll see you at seven o'clock. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, we jump in. We go to we go to see it. It was amazing. And so they they have like it was like, like Don was and that cast of characters is yeah. like the the ba the backup band. And then you got Warren. Jamie Johnson and, and a variety of people. They had the one we saw in Al Albany had Michael McDonald. What? Which was weird because you just hear his voice, right? And I, <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, but it was cool. And then uh, they have um, uh, Steady Rollin' Bob Margolin, who who played with um, um, Muddy, you know Muddy Waters. And then um, I forget who else. A great horn section. Um, but not our horns. If we use Levon Helm studio horns, and those are like all cats that played, you know, down at the barn for years and toured with Levon's family band and played on Levon's records. And those, when I did the show, like that's all I wanted to do was hire that horn section. You know what I mean? I mean, probably the highest paid horn section that that any, anybody would throw money at. But it just brings so much to the show to have them. You know, mm -hmm. and um, uh. I think the second time... Oh, I went to Chicago to see that show, too. I think it might have been the same year. I took a train to Chicago overnight, which was really fun. Did you know there's hookers on trains? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. They were working the train, man. I was like, holy crap. They this like is the a... smell of nut rub, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're well, like, you have oh yeah, I, just, I heard there was hookers on the train. He's like, <laughs> so, so I, I went to Chicago. I met my son. He was in maybe Minneapolis at that time. He came down, and then last the night 2019, I went to Nashville to Bridgestone Arena. They did it there. That's when they had Lucas Nelson on the tour. And they had, because it was Nashville, they had Vince Gill singing. Robbie Robertson was there. They had, um, oh, Nathaniel Rateliff did wow. did Caravan. Dude, Holy the house came down oh. for that. Like, and he was, and he was like doing the shuffle, man. And he's like doing those Van Morrison kicks. It was like the coolest thing Working I ever it. saw. We were like, what the <laughs> hell? So yeah, it, I mean, it, it, their show is great, but. It was the first time I'd seen these shows all over the country. People have done them, and none of them compare. Even when they had these big names on it to what we're doing, they are musically our show was so good and so strong, and everybody's, you know, believes it. Right? This one's good. Like I'll always go see that show. I, I heard, I heard through the grapevine that there's a hold for that show maybe in February in Syracuse. So I'm hoping it comes through. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You always do it around Thanksgiving too, though. I try to. I yeah. couldn't get that weekend at. I believe they have um, get the let out for two nights. So I didn't do that weekend. So we pushed it really to do it this soon, you know, to get it done. But listen, they've all done the show before. Everybody, you know, gives it. They're all in, in terms of, you know, getting those things rehearsed. And this year there's there's been a little an, a little bit extra heavy lifting because we've added Bill Berry on organ. That's a big part, you know, to learn all of those tunes that the band is playing. And, and then obviously the, the ensemble does a lot of heavy lifting as well. But they're... You know, they they get it done, and you know we've added a couple of new tunes that people had to to work through. Um, so it happens, and it's going to be great. That and you got to deal with everybody's schedule too. Oh, it's crazy! It's, to try. I mean, Gary deals does a good musicians. job of figuring that out. <laughs> oh, so you don't have to deal with schedules? No, Just, not really. Yeah. I I don't deal with the schedules because I wouldn't be so merciful about it. You know, um, <laughs> it's better. Other, I wouldn't have anybody playing the show if I had to deal with that stuff. They'd yeah. all be quitting on me. You know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's go to more. Uh, John McConnell saying, Officer, I had to get into Neil Young's character, Occupational Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> With the typewriter, John. What did you call it? Uh, eating Invisible Sandwiches. Eating Invisible Sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Dudley. What's up, Dudley? Dudley saying, Kick my wedding's ass. Red and Chucky's. <laughs> oh, it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had a fun wedding too, mm-hmm. bro. Bob Kane checking in Salt City Waltz rules every year is magical. So true. Coley, Mike Coley, shout out to 315music.com. Huge supporter. He's saying that dinner was fantastic, but he's talking about oh, the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. did a yeah. couple years ago. Mark Wester's saying, thanks for that. I call it working musicians. <laughs> we call it being whores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob Kane's saying Robbie Robertson's still alive. Oh, I always, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I forget about Robbie Robinson. People are going to laugh about that. Isn't but. he living in Canada or something? No, is he Canadian? he's Canadian. He is. They're it, all Canadian, aren't It's they? funny because there's always been this this thing with Robbie, you know, and, and the band fans, right? A lot of people are like, you're either on like Team LeVon or you're on Team Robbie yeah. kind of thing. And I, I never really drew the line there. I just, Robbie Robertson has been like so much of his own entity. You for, like, I think he forgets where he came from sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been... He's been Scorsese's boy since the last waltz. You know, he's, he scores all of his films. He's done quite well for himself. And, you know, the others didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't blame Robbie for that, though. You Have know you ever what I worked mean? with Robbie? Uh, no. No? No. Mm-mm. Never. Would that be what? Would you fangirl? 
No, no, not at all. I'm not, not like I'm, not. It's not like Jack White. No, God, no, <laughs> no. But you know, I, I, I we worked a lot with like Levon and the family band and stuff. And I, I mean, I love that guy. I was, I would, I was, I was devastated when he died. I mean, it, it was, it was merciful. The poor guy suffered for so long, you yeah. know. But you know, it's a huge loss to to you know American music. And I mean, he was still doing it. But you know, the thing is, there's. You know, it's it's none of my business. You know how they handled their business or what their their situations were financially. But I always I I think that had it been equal, and had Levon Helm gotten that share of all you know all of this money that they've always argued about over the years that people have speculated about, he would have given it all away anyway. You know, he's a he was like communal and he was you know sharing and. You know, it's it still would have been, you know, a, a bit of a struggle at times, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, I mean, Robbie's a businessman and a half. I, it seems, you know, for sure, he's got all kinds of things going on, and the 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 movie score business has been great to him, you know, over the years. I can't believe I didn't. I said Robbie Robinson was dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Romano wants to know: Is Clark Gayton? Of the E Street Band, is he there this year? He is. Is he? Yeah, that, yeah. Because we, we usually had um, the three horns, and then uh, we use Melissa Gardner on trombone. Nice. And they really liked her. The the boys in you know the horn section liked her a lot, and they're like, yeah, we'll just use Melissa, you know. But Clark is coming this year wow. because Melissa was uh, just had a baby. Oh, cool. Congratulations! Congratulations, mm-hmm. Melissa. Mm-hmm. Steve is saying the first time he heard the horns hit for the open "Don't Do It" with us at rehearsals, I think I peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, one year we had the great, you know, Howard Johnson there too on tuba, who's since passed away. But I remember asking um, Mark Tifo, the drummer, because he's, you know, the way. And this has always been a big thing with the band because I put him side stage, like Levon would play off to the side, and they hate it because they can't see each other and you know he's way over here so you know we're moving around they're moving we're moving him he's in the middle <laughs> so, so uh i remember asking tifo i'm like do you want to sh- do you want a drum shield or something you want something behind you he's like no no way because he had them horns like right behind him you know so he wanted to feel it yeah and, and bob kane actually played dixie one year and he he played dixie and he sang it and he was in front of him too and he was like you know you could tell it's like Something nice for sure. This is the first year you're doing merch. Um, last show I did merch, but it was so packed in the lobby of the palace that I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody knew it was there. All I did was like, and it was really cool, and I don't think people knew it was that I did a poster, which was a which was a um, screen printed nice poster, and then we did. um, I had a whole bunch of things that we did like a silent auction for. And they had like this decorated Christmas tree with like all sorts of Salt City Waltz stuff on it. But I, I didn't ever do cloth. I didn't ever do cloth. And the only reason that I really did these is because, well, I got a little something for the crew this year. You know uh, what I mean? Cool, good. Uh, but I did decide to do some T-shirts and you know a couple little items. So awesome. There'll be some merch available and another poster designed by uh, Elliot Matisse. So. It'll be good. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. So it's going down this Saturday, Del Lago Casino and Resort. What's that considered? Is that Waterloo? Yeah, I think the address of the casino is actually Waterloo. It is Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it's just it's you know, 
It's 30 minutes down the thruway from Syracuse. It's really a pretty good drive. I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start posting something maybe like Friday with just suggestions for people. You know, like, listen, if you honestly, if you don't want to drive, get three of your friends and four of your friends and go together. Take an Uber. You yeah. know, it'll probably it's probably like a hundred dollar Uber to a casino. Do you well, know get a mean? room. Yeah. Well, it, you could get a room in town or somewhere else around. But I, I imagine Del Lago is probably sold out by now. They sell out their rooms every weekend. So do that. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Jason's killing it. I know I mentioned that earlier, but the, the entertainment that he's bringing in is top notch. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff coming up there for sure. Well, but I miss Steel Panther. <laughs> you didn't go either, did you? No. You didn't go? No. Oh, so bummed when I was that? that? It was back in September. Yeah, it was the middle of September. Oh, it's my favorite band ever. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. But <laughs> yeah, and he's doing a great job with the programming over there. Shout out, Jason. <laughs> You're the man. Nash, what do you guys got coming up? You want to promote anything before we get out of here? Yes. Um, obviously, very excited for this Saturday. Uh-huh. And then there's that. We're going to be doing uh, – the old main is going to be doing the 443 in Syracuse. We're going to be doing that on the 26th. That's Julie's room, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really excited to do that. Um, and then the 27th, I'm going to be opening up for um, – Daryl Ron at the KAC in Clinton. Oh, cool. And that's going to be a really fun show, too. He's super talented. He's, yeah, really yeah. talented. Awesome. Are you still doing your other band, too? All Poets and Heroes, yeah. All Poets and Heroes? Yep, we have, um, actually, I'm headed to rehearsal after this um, out in Syracuse. We're going to, we have some shows coming up in December. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Keep me posted, man. Absolutely. And keep me posted when you get the EPs out, too. We want to be all about that. Like but come here, I come here to do your show. I mean, everybody mad at me because I said Robbie Robertson was dead, <laughs> and, we, and we call Mark Wessers a whore. Nobody's listening, Mark. Nobody watches, <laughs> nobody watches this. Just my mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big Ange don't care. No, she don't care. She thinks it's funny. She just laughs along. Oh, there's my son talking about his nuts again. I love. It. <laughs> I I was so glad that you gave her the. Uh, I I got a um, an apron for. Uh, for you know, people that work for me, one of them I gave one to him for his mom. It says, "I'll feed all you fuckers." Yeah, I love, <laughs> I she like, loved it. Oh, too. it's totally awesome. your mother. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So she's hitting the road really soon too, so she's gonna be cooking for everybody in the in the campground. So I'm yeah. sure she'll be rocking that every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it nice and dirty too, Angie. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna wear put that, put some apron, sauce on there. Put some sauce on it. Yeah, you gotta break that thing in, make it look mean. You know? <laughs> uh, if you guys want a great event to go check out, I'm telling you, it's Definitely worth going out to Del Lago to see the Salt City Waltz going on this Saturday. How much are tickets? Uh, tickets are thirty bucks right now in advance, and I believe or thirty five in advance, forty at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get them at DelLago.com/slash/entertainment, and you just click Salt City Waltz. Um, that's the only way to get them online, or you know, walk up at the door and you know, just pay the door price for them. But yep. I think starting at one o'clock, they're their uh, box office is open on days of show. Cool, and all so, of the social media that I have. All the links. Control of all the links are going to be there. So, like Instagram, both Nashua.rob and the old main Instagram. Um, and then we'll be sharing a bunch more Facebook uh, ticket links and promotional stuff throughout the week. So. Awesome. The order of the day, people go check out the Salt City Waltz this Saturday. It starts, uh, it's, it's a great time. It is such a great, great show. And 
you definitely do not want to miss it. If you're a fan of the band, you are going to absolutely love this. Love it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Good Thanks, hang Steve. today. Thank you. It was good hang today. Yeah. Love it. Shout out to my sponsors if I can get the list here. EJA Moving Services. Joey's at 307. I got to bring you to Joey's one of these days. Been jo- is it the same Joey's? It's, no. It's, Different it, Joey's. It, it's kind of the same, but it's not. I got you. It's killing the game. All right. Killing it. We got to go with one of these days. Uh, big ups to Utica Coffee, my attorney Dave Longaretta, Saranac Brewery. Gotta love Saranac, right? Is Dave the is is Dave the same guy that did the? Yeah, remember we did the. We gotta thing? do that again. You want to do that? Again? Oh, I want to do that again. That was so fun. We we got really drunk one time. It was here me on, and on you. Air. I remember and Hardeman. Was no? no, or no, no. Uh, cool Joe made us the drinks. Joe was making the drinks. He's making the fancy drinks. Who and was drinking with us? I watched that. One. I remember my cousin Raymond being it was here hilarious. too. Hilarious. And um, we took breathalyzers at the end. <laughs> we drank for two hours straight and took breathalyzers, and then one of the breathalyzers didn't work. So, but we, we do got to do that. I'm again. like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going. Yeah, let's do it. We got shit faced. So shit faced. That was a lot of fun. Dave's a good guy. Uh, shout out to Billy the Liquor Guy. He's got a book out there called Under Too Long. Check it out. It's an amazing book. And of course, my favorite sponsor. Now, nah, they're all my favorite sponsors, but the one I'm really adamant about is Ballsy. Ball Watch Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, I got to send out some love and, and respect out to the Mo family. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. For, for Chuck Garvey, man. We love you, Chuck, and we're thinking about you. And Hopefully, uh, send you out some healing and recovery vibes really, really soon. And we're all thinking about you. So, it's what a shame, man. Chuck's uh, he's such a sweetheart, you know. Mm-hmm. And got a had a little stroke this weekend, so unfortunately. But uh, I'm sure he'll be back and stronger than ever. Yeah, hoping to hear some news because they do call him Satan. He is <laughs> Satan. You know, I don't know how he. I don't know how he. Got the? How did he get the moniker of Satan? I can't say. You, do, oh, you do know? No. Oh, you don't. I know. can't say. <laughs> I, I say. thought there was like a secret story. Yeah, I you wouldn't. Didn't want to I wouldn't in. say. Anyway. Oh man, but we're thinking about you, Chuck. Much love to the whole Mo family, and uh, yeah. So go out, check out the Salt City Waltz this weekend, Saturday night, and I will see you again uh, this weekend later. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to contribute and help with the cost of the producing this podcast, you can hit our virtual tip jar on Venmo at XYTODA. Please subscribe on all our podcast platforms. Follow, like, and subscribe All Things Disruption Network on social media. And visit our website, disruptionnetwork.net.